Welcome to Misunderstood, a podcast dedicated to better understanding MS and learning to live well with MS. I'm your host, Katie Sloan. Our usual reminders as we begin. First, I am not an expert. I'm just a person like you living with MS and trying to make the best of it. Misunderstood is based on my personal experience, what I've learned from my doctors, other care providers, and my own solutions-oriented research and pattern-finding obsession. While the majority of the information I share has been vetted by doctors, I am not a doctor. My intention is that you use the information shared here as a springboard for discussion between you and your doctor regarding your future care options. And lastly, MS impacts each of us uniquely. I hope to shine a light on a wide range of approaches and strategies for living better with MS. What you choose to do with that information is always your choice, and what works for one may not work for all. In our previous episode, we talked about LDN, low-dose naltrexone, as a potential healing tool for MS. If you're thinking about trying LDN and have additional questions, please don't hesitate to reach out, and I'm happy to hop on Zoom and chat with you more about it. This week, we have a very special guest joining us to talk about avenues to better health with MS through fitness. David Lyons, founder of Optimal Body Fitness and the MS Fitness Challenge. Much more about him and the very important work he does in just a moment. First, for my gratitude for this episode, I am grateful for my ever-growing MS community, and this week in particular, for some of my local MS friends. Karen, Doug, Nancy, and Bonnie, who helped make this past week an awesome time for my dear friend and fellow flock member, James, who came out from Colorado with his wife to visit. I met James in early 2018 on mymsteam.org, which, if you're not familiar, is a great way to network with others living with MS around the world to build your personal support network. You can add people to your team and sort users to find people in your geographic area, people who use a particular DMT, have a particular type of MS, or are close to your age, and so on. It's also a great way to ask questions of the MS community and to access reliable MS health information from several doctors and MS health experts. I highly recommend it. And it's free. Anyways, in 2018, I invited James to take a virtual class with me on how to live well with chronic illness, which helped solidify our friendship. And after that, we began to invite others with MS to meet up with us via Zoom to be in community with one another. Because as longtime listeners know, I'm a very strong believer in community as a healing tool. Since then, we've seen each other at least twice and typically three or four times per week via Zoom in various MS meeting spaces, and we've been there to support one another through the unpredictable roller coaster ride living with MS can be. Recently, when James and his wife were planning their annual vacation, they decided to come out to California since they love the beach bonus that we got to meet in person. Since we've only seen each other on Zoom until now, there were many fun comments like, you really exist, and my personal favorite, you have legs. Good times and precious memories were made. But there is another reason I wanted to mention this recent visit today that might benefit you, 
James uses a wheelchair outside the home. And so while he was here, he was able to use two different beach accessible chairs. The manual chair was fun for him because he and his wife were able to play in the waves together in the Pacific Ocean, since that chair can go in the water. He also enjoyed the independence of being able to go wherever he wanted on the beach with the motorized chair. So, if you use a wheelchair and desire beach time, consider a visit to the central coast of California. There are multiple chairs available. I'll post the links visible for all on our Patreon page, patreon.com msflock. If coming to California isn't an option or desired, research other beaches that are. More and more of them are offering helpful accessibility options. Living with MS isn't easy, but having friends who also live with MS does make it a lot easier. Thank you all so much for the magic we wove together this past week. And if you, dear listener, are trying to traverse life with MS on your own, please reach out and consider joining us. All with MS are welcome to our Saturday meeting space. Let's move on to learning about today's exciting guest. David Lyons is an elite fitness expert and bodybuilder. During his coaching career, he's helped athletes and celebrities at a wide range of skill levels to transform their body and their health. Here's where David's story takes a turn and why I reached out to him to see if he would be a guest on Misunderstood. In 2006, David was hospitalized and diagnosed with MS at the age of 47. Like all of us who have been diagnosed, he had a choice to make, fight this disease or let it take over his body. David chose to fight. And fight he did. At the age of 50, David decided to compete in an NPC bodybuilding competition. He was awarded a trophy for the most inspirational bodybuilder. David is heavily mission-driven. He wants to help everyone with any challenge to become as healthy and as in shape as they can be, no matter what the obstacle in life may be, and whether that challenge is physical or mental in nature. David is also extremely accomplished, and I want to take a moment to share with you some of his many achievements so you'll know just how skilled and dedicated he is to his own and our MS health. In 2013, David received the Health Advocate of the Year Award with Lou Ferrigno, and in 2015, at almost 57 years old, he was the only person with MS to receive the Health Advocate Lifetime Achievement Award from Arnold Schwarzenegger. David also received the Lifetime Fitness Inspiration Award in 2016 at the Global Bodybuilding Organization's International Fitness Expo. And in 2017, David received the Special Recognition Award from the National Fitness Hall of Fame. David has also received the National MS Society Milestone Award and in 2019 was inducted into the National Fitness Hall of Fame as the only fitness expert with MS to be given this honor. He is named to the top 100 healthcare leaders worldwide and has been named the most dedicated MS fitness expert every year since 2019. With all these accolades and more I didn't mention, I must admit I expected to be a little starstruck the first time I met David via Zoom. 
Yet David immediately welcomed me with a warm smile and words of welcome, and even expressed sincere gratitude for what I do, trying to share a wide variety of strategies for living well with MS. David communicates with an incredible blend of expertise and humility. What struck me most is just how much David cares and how he's truly dedicated his life to helping our shared MS community. And he certainly walks the talk when it comes to fitness. Now, this is where we really get into why David is here today. David is the founder of the Optimal Body brand, which powerfully impacts the lives of fitness enthusiasts of all kinds, and as a result has been named the most comprehensive MS fitness program in the world since its release. David's Optimal Body Fitness nonprofit arm, the MS Fitness Challenge, allows him to offer free programs for our shared MS community because he doesn't want cost to ever be a barrier for participation. Seriously, a man after my own heart, since he understands that so many of us are negatively financially impacted by this disease. On the MS Fitness Challenge website, msfitnesschallenge.org, you can access his no-cost programs if you're interested. And also check out the MS Fitness Challenge podcast, which features amazing athletes living with MS who are accomplishing incredible feats. Without further ado, let's hear a bit from David himself about his personal experience living with MS, how bodybuilding and weightlifting help him maintain his ability to live well with MS, his pathway towards building optimal body fitness and the MS Fitness Challenge, and how you can become more involved, either through the MS Fitness Challenge, his Optimal Body Fitness Paid Program, or through listening to or supporting the MS Fitness Challenge podcast, who, by the way, is currently searching for a new host. Let's listen in to our conversation to learn more from David. All right. Welcome, David. It's so great to have you here. Thank you for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me. It's an honor and a, a privilege to be here with you. Oh, well, thank you. I, let's dive right in. I want you to tell us a little bit today about your personal story and how you came to creating an incredible program for other people living with MS. Tell us a little bit about you. Sure. For those of you who know me, you'll be sick and tired of hearing this story. <laughs> I've, been, I've been telling it for 16 years, pretty much. But um, yeah, I was diagnosed in 2006 at the age of 47. So I was kind of old, you know, to get the diagnosis. Um, I'm actually finding that a lot of people my age then and older are now being diagnosed when it was kind of rare 16 years ago to be that old and being diagnosed. I was working out in the gym and I started to get this really bad pain in my left shoulder. And I thought, you know, it could, you know, my having a heart attack, you know, um, and I stopped and, you know, and I started thinking, well, I'm pretty healthy. So I doubt it's a heart attack really didn't feel like that. I kept working out and, and that pain started to go into numbness down the whole left side of my arm. Well, I ignored it thinking, well, maybe I just pinched the nerve. And over about a month or two's time, this whole thing started to radiate through my whole body. And the pain, the numbness, the tingling went from my arm into my chest, down my body, into my legs. So I was pretty paralyzed from the chest down by the time I went to a doctor. 
who immediately said, let's get you to the hospital. So they admitted me into a cancer hospital. I was living in Orlando at the time, and they didn't know anything about MS with me. You know, they, they said, wow, something's really wrong with this guy. And they put me in an open MRI at the doctor's office, and he thought he saw a mass in my brain. Now, we know now that it was lesions, but because it was an open MRI, it showed a mass instead of little dots. So he thought I had either a tumor or cancer in the brain, sent me to the cancer hospital in Orlando. I was there for days and they kept wanting to cut my head open and remove what they thought was cancer. Well, I wouldn't go for it. And I made them bring in a neurologist who did the MRIs and did the, um, the, the spinal tap and all those things and came back after five days in the hospital said, you have MS. Well, I didn't know what MS was, never heard of it. I mean, the only thing I ever really heard of um, multiple sclerosis was Richard Pryor, you know, and, I, and back then, you know, here's a guy in a wheelchair um, with this disease. And it was really shocking to me that I would even have something like this being an athlete. Well, the doctor said, you know, it really doesn't matter what you did or even your family history, you've got MS. And he said, you are so damaged from what happened, the attack that has taken place in your body, that you're going to be in a wheelchair within six months. You're in bad shape. Went home and um, started looking at what is MS. I didn't find very, very positive things, as you know. Yes, unfortunately, that is something many of us can relate to. What did you do then? Um, got depressed. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's real. Let's go there, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I walked out of the hospital, this very positive person who told the doctors that I was going to beat this disease and, you know, they don't know what they're talking about and on and on. But when I got home, the reality of what MS was and what everybody was saying about it really hit me because everything I was reading was your life is over. You know, you cannot exercise. You know, it doesn't matter what you do. You could eat whatever, you're still gonna have MS. You know, you could do whatever, you're still going to be in a wheelchair. And I started to think, well, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I can't beat this disease. And I started to get depressed and I started to give up. And I went from about 200 pounds of muscle to about 160 pounds of mush because I did nothing but lay around eat junk and give up. Well, after about a year and a half of that mentality, I woke up one day and said, I'm going to beat this. I'm going to go back to the gym and I'm going to beat this disease the best way I know how. And that's through bodybuilding. Thank you for sharing that. You know, I think it's very natural for us to experience this shock and this depression and this major dip for, like you said, about a year and a half. Um, that was very much what I experienced too, until I found it somewhere within myself to pivot and create a new life with MS. And so tell me a little bit about what that looked like for you when this, you know, this clicked in your head. What did you go about doing for yourself first and then for others? Well, what I did first is, you know, with the help of some friends who were bodybuilders, I went back into the gym and I started to train. 
I couldn't bend my left knee. I couldn't really lift my foot off the ground on the left side. My left side was extremely damaged. I couldn't grab anything with my left hand. My left arm was numb. My leg was numb. It, it was just difficult. So they would help me in and out of equipment. They would help me hold on to dumbbells. We would wrap, uh, put wrist straps on so that I could grab a dumbbell with my left hand. And I started to train as a bodybuilder. Well, after a couple of months, I went from 160 to about 175 pounds and the muscle was coming back. And I said, ah, light bulb went off. I'm going to compete as a bodybuilder again. I'm going to show everybody in the world that, you know, I could do this with MS. So I started really training with this goal in mind. And I did all sorts of things really bad. Like I tore my, uh, my chest muscle. I tore my hamstrings. I was just hurting myself because I couldn't feel. So I was lifting too heavy. I was bench pressing over 400 pounds, but I couldn't feel the movement like I used to. So I was injuring myself, but I did make it to a bodybuilding stage. Um, and I got a trophy for the uh, Florida State Bodybuilding Competitions back in 2009. I did that. Um, I was 50 years old. And what I realized is that the bodybuilding was making me strong and I looked good, but my MS was getting worse. I still couldn't bend my leg. I still had to have people helping me in and out of the equipment. So after all that training and all, everything that I did to get up on stage, I was still not beating MS. And that's when I realized that the bodybuilding part of this is not the answer to beating MS. And there had to be an answer. So I started to study. What does all this mean? What does having a nervous, uh, nervous system condition mean for muscle, for movement? How does the body work with the nerve uh, damage? How does the brain work? And I, and I really started studying for a long time. And then I started to implement training methods that I was practicing with on myself. And I was using myself as a guinea pig. And I figured out what to do to get my muscles to get activated, to listen to what I wanted them to do. How was I going to get my knee to bend? How was I going to get my hand to squeeze? What was I going to do? And I had to understand more than I ever understood about the body to be able to do that. Now, when I was diagnosed with MS, I'd been in the fitness industry 25 years. I was a trainer. I was an educator. I owned gyms. I was a speaker, all that type of stuff. But I didn't know anything about MS. And I didn't know how that really related to fitness. So I had to kind of start over, take what I knew, and then add to that. So, and that really is your special differentiator. When we look at all of the different programs that are out there, you personally understand why it's important that you have this understanding personally of MS in this program you're designing. So can you tell us a little bit about how strength training and bodybuilding have better enabled you to live well with MS? Yeah. And, you know, you made a point about programs out there for people with MS. You know, the problem that I found with programs out there is that, number one, they're made by people that don't have MS. I haven't found any programs out there by someone that has MS. Second part of that is that most of them don't even have the experience of being a, a fitness 
expert um, for, ma for many years, you know, maybe they have 10 years. I, I have over 40 years. I have 16 years living in an MS body. Well, I knew when I started to look into this that I had to beat this, not because I wanted to help anybody at the beginning, but because I wanted to beat it myself. I wanted to help myself. So when I look at other programs out there, they're not understanding really anything about what MS really is and how it works within your body. They're taking functional exercises and things that they've been taught that supposedly will work. And they're putting out programs saying, this is how you beat MS. But all they're doing is putting cookie cutter exercises and saying, we'll do this and do this and do this but there's no training methods to them. And even when there is a training method, it's only one. And you cannot stick with one thing over and over or your body adapts and plateaus. So you've got to change it. So I, I implemented all of that into what I was doing. But to get back to your question about bodybuilding and strength training and how that works, you have to have the ability to move a muscle to be able to overcome MS. So if you just do functional movements without strength training attached to it, how does your body function? It can't. You can't have somebody lifting their leg up and down if there's no muscle to lift the leg with. If the hip flexors are not working properly through strengthening them, all of that stuff is nice. And it, you know, it, it sounds good. And in theory, if you look at it on paper, it makes sense. But when you go to use it practically, you cannot get your body to respond unless it's strong enough to respond. So that is where the bodybuilding or the strength training part of it comes. But more than that, it starts in the brain because the way you think and how you make the muscles respond to the exercise that you're doing is the key to this. It's not just, hey, I'm going to go lift heavy weights and throw weights around. It's how are you going to strength train? How are you going to use a resistance band or a dumbbell or a gym um, a machine? What are you doing to create a brain to muscle connection, activate the muscle fibers, get a chemical called acetylcholine, which is the chemical that moves your muscles, how you get that to, to, to be elevated to a level that gives you great movement. And how do you create neuroplasticity? Well, you don't create all of this stuff by just moving. You don't create it by functional exercise. You don't create it by doing one type of movement or one type of training method over and over and over again. You do it by specifically training for MS so that those processes are activated. Com combined with the strength training, utilizing what I call focus-driven or thought-based training, doing all of the training methods that you should and putting it all together is how you get yourself ahead of MS limitations. And you constantly have to be stepping ahead of it. So you can't think that you've climbed a mountain and you got there and you're going to say, hey, I did it. It's, it's a journey. And for that journey to be successful, you must change what you're doing so that the body consistently responds. Sounds like quite a comprehensive program. 
Um, from my perspective, it definitely seems like you've thought of everything. I'm curious now with, within the context of talking about this program, if you could share a couple success stories beyond your own to better illustrate to listeners kind of how you approach working with someone with unique MS symptoms, since it all manifests uniquely in each of us, right? How have you taken this program and helped a couple of people reach their MS goals? Well, years ago, before COVID hit, I was going um, to different gyms and I was doing these 12-week challenges through the charity, our MS Fitness Challenge charity, utilizing the Optimal Body Training Program. I didn't really talk much about Optimal Body because at that time I was just trying to get people better and I didn't really care about releasing it or, or bringing it out there, but I was going to different gyms all over the country doing this and people were getting amazing response. When COVID hit a few years ago, I said, how do I keep doing this? And then it became an online program. During the time that it became an online program, we've had thousands of people follow these training methods in addition to the ones that I've trained personally. So I personally trained probably over 500 people where I've worked with them. The stories are tremendous and there's a multitude of them. There's, I mean, probably a thousand written stories and videos of people getting better, but I'll give you a couple that you could sink your teeth into. So there's a woman that I work with who came to me in a uh, walker and she couldn't walk up and down the stairs. She was, the husband had to help her. She was dragging her leg, barely standing up without having to bend over completely and, and prop herself up out of that walker. Well, within about a year's time of working with me, now she's walking up and down stairs unassisted, 16 flights unassisted, gets up and down and actually does calf raises, okay, standing, and I have her doing squats and everything. That's one person. She's in her 60s. Then I have younger people. I actually working with a, a woman who's had her third child came to me and um, in her 30s, out of shape, struggling with MS. Well, now she looks like a bodybuilder and she can do whatever. She could run up and down stairs with uh, ankle weights on. There's men that I work with as well because men are not, um, you don't have as many men, but they get hammered with it when they get it. I have a, um, a gentleman that came to me in a wheelchair. Not only does he have MS, he's had two strokes and he's only in his 30s. Couldn't extend his arms. Couldn't really stand up for a long period of time. Now he's squatting and his arms are able to do um, rows, which are a pulling movement with a resistance band, completely extending the arms in and out. And I, I could go on and on and on. All of these um, type of testimonials and videos and things. You, you can see them on my website. You can see them in, in our Facebook groups. People post all the time. Every day I'm getting another text or message from someone in the membership program saying, oh my gosh, I was in XYZ program for two years and I went backwards. I didn't even maintain. I got worse. I've been doing your optimal body program for two months and my legs are, are working. What, why is that, Dave? <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's simple. We're activating all of those processes I talked about. 
But there's so many stories and so many videos out there. I could go on for hours about it. But we are literally changing the lives of people and changing the direction of this disease. I always say that, you know, when you start out, you are chasing MS. You're trying to catch it. Well, after optimal body, MS is chasing you and you keep stepping away from it. Love that. Love that. Let's talk briefly about equipment because a lot of people find, oh, well, that's a barrier to fitness, but it sounds like you're using really simple tools that are accessible to everyone. Yeah. I mean, look, you can go to the gym. I work with people that go to the gym and they take their phone in and they've got all that equipment. Then I work with people and the people in our membership is basically geared to resistance bands at home or dumbbells. They could use dumbbells, but very little equipment. In fact, there's a lot of people when they first start, they don't even need the resistance bands because the body weight alone is enough to, to stimulate the, the strength that they need and get their body activated, get their muscle fibers activated. I just created a brand new home gym um, system called RBS4 that'll be coming out soon that is based on, you don't have to leave your home and everything is all inclusive in it. It's got all the resistance bands that needed. It's got the bench that comes with it. It's got a platform. It's got the bars. It's got everything in it. And it's compact and can be folded up. You do not need to go to a gym. You could stay home and train. Your body does not understand whether their resistance is coming from a band, whether it's coming from a piece of equipment, or whether you're using free weights. All your body knows is that it's, it's being challenged with resistance. And if you understand how to challenge the body correctly, you will stimulate what you need whether you're doing it with your own body weight or whether you're at a gym. Excellent. That sounds really, really promising. I'm uh, looking forward personally to checking it out in greater detail. Um, spasticity is one of my biggest symptoms with MS and I tear things right and left. Um, and I know that resistance bands work really, really well for me. Um, but I have had that situation that you talked about where I've gone to physical therapy and they haven't really understood MS and I've ended up hurting myself. Um, so I think I'm a perfect candidate for this program. I'm really excited about that. Well, every, everybody's a candidate, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, I don't care if someone comes to me and they've been working out for years and like I was, the program works for all of us no matter what level you're at, and it could be adjusted to a beginner or someone advanced. I am a, still a bodybuilder at 64 years old, and I use my training methods. I use resistance bands to work out. Yes, I do also use some gym equipment if I decide to go to a gym, which I haven't gone in like two years. But in my house, I have you know dumbbells. I've got some equipment as well. But the majority of what I do is with resistance bands and, and believe me, it works. So it does not matter what level you're at. If you understand the principles and the training methods and the philosophy and the mindset and all those things, you will get results from this type of training. Sounds like it. I'm convinced for sure. So if people are listening and they're interested in trying your program, where's the best place for them to learn more and sign up? Well, the first thing that they really should do is understand the science behind it, because, you know, we don't want to sit here for two hours, me explaining the science, but the science behind it, my credentials, who I am, there are testimonials, 
they can go to a link that you'll probably be able to put up there, which is obpfitness.com forward slash about the, me the membership. It talks about the membership, but more importantly than the membership itself, it talks about what the program does. It talks about the science behind why what I do works. It gives you a background on me and why I'm a fitness expert. It'll talk about the awards that I've won. I'm the only fitness trainer with MS that is in the National Fitness Hall of Fame that's been voted to the top 100 healthcare leaders in the world last year. And on and on and on, my training program, Optimal Body Year After Year, wins the most comprehensive MS fitness program worldwide. Now, it does all of this because we get results. And we're not just giving smoke and mirrors and telling people, oh, follow this because we, we're telling you to. There's, there's science behind all this. And I've seen it all on YouTube and I've seen it all with these other membership programs for MS. And, you know, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not here to beat anybody up, but at the end of the day, those people should be sticking in their lane and that's doing physical therapy or whatever that is that they do, because that does not work for MS. I just worked with a gentleman this morning who's a former military like me, young guy, 38 years old, had MS for 11 years, was discharged from the Air Force um, 11 years ago because of his MS diagnosis. He has a cane, he can't bend his knee. And I took him into the gym, I actually went to the gym with him this morning, he lives here. Um, and I took him through an optimal body workout. And he was blown away because he said, nobody has shown him any of this, his PT, was basically moving his leg for him. And he said, what good is moving my leg if my leg can't move when I want it to move? You, you can move a muscle all you want by having somebody do it for you, but how is that going to strengthen it, make the muscle fibers get activated, create acetylcholine production, and on and on and on, it does not. And that's the problem that I have with PT programs, functional exercise, and, and all the things that I keep seeing out there. This type of training works, and the science behind it is on that, that page, that website for people to be able to see. Great. Thank you for that. Now, you're also here today to ask the MS community about something. You are looking for someone to get more involved with the MS Fitness Challenge in a really special way. Tell us about that and what you're looking for. Okay, well, there's a couple of things happening. One that you didn't even know about, <clears throat> which I'll talk about first, which is our 100,000 push-up challenge. So the MS Fitness Challenge is a charity. It's been a nonprofit charity for the last 12 years. We have major companies that have supported us. The Multiple Sclerosis Foundation um, supports us. The MS Society has supported us and actually funded programs that I do. Uh, MedFit supports us, uh, NFPT, and on and on and on and on. So we get all the support, but it's never enough because we are providing free, no-cost programs for people with MS. And part of that is also optimal body, um, seven-day uh, programs and eight-week challenges and mindset and nutrition and all this stuff. It's no cost on there. So two years ago, we did a 100,000 push-up challenge. 
And it did really, really well. We got good donations in. We we're able to continue to fund the charity. Well, we need to do it again. So this year, and I think it'll be out in October on the msfitnesschallenge.org website, there'll be the 100,000 push-up challenge, which for every push-up, someone donates a dollar. So if I do 100 push-ups, I have to either give $100 in or have somebody sponsor me and give the $100 in for my push-ups. Anybody can do it. If you can't do push-ups, you have somebody do push-ups for you and donate into the charity. And it's all monitored on the website. Everything's really nice. And you can go and you can actually become an ambassador and make a team of people. And we've done that before. So that's something that's going out right now that's being put into place to support the MS Fitness Challenge and to be able to support the MS community with no cost programs. The other thing that we do through the MS Fitness Challenge is we have a podcast. We've had the podcast for a few years and I've had two different hosts, both of who are extraordinary people with MS. Uh, one just ran another uh, triathlon. And then uh, the latest host that I had is actually a science, uh, sports science person who has MS. She was on the Olympic uh, biking team years ago before she got MS. And sh but she just got married, so she had to leave being the host. So what I need is I need a host to step in and to take over the MS Fitness Challenge podcast, which is a podcast that interviews people that have done extraordinary things with MS. We also talk about fitness. So it's a, an education on all different people, MS related and the fitness community for MS. So if someone is listening right now and has MS and is a firm believer in exercise as a vehicle to live well with MS, if they're interested, what should they do? They should contact me and let me know that they'd be interested in hosting and being the podcast leader. Now, you, you've got to understand this can't just be someone that has MS and says, yeah, I like to talk. It, it, we really need someone that understands a podcast. We need someone maybe that has a little bit of podcast experience, how to get it out there, because I don't run it. I have it on our charity. I'm too busy doing the things that I'm doing to do that type of podcast, but we need someone to actually run with the podcast, put it out there, make sure that people are listening and every, at least once a month, come on with someone to interview or even talk themselves about topics that relate to fitness with MS. But if they reach out to me through a link that you can give them, then I'll be able to go into more detail. But Again, I don't want 100 people with MS saying, yeah, I like to talk and, you know, I want to run the podcast. I want someone that has some podcast experience or at least understands a podcast and would understand how to market it, get it out there, make sure that people are listening. And it's not just a podcast that you and I are listening to. Excellent. Excellent. I'm pretty sure we've got some people out there. So hopefully you're listening and you're thinking that this might work for you. And if you're not sure, you can also reach out to me first. I'm happy to field initial interest and um, assess, you know, a fit to see if there's some people so that you don't get inundated. 
well, that, but, thanks for that. Thanks for that. The um, the other thing is, and I, and I want the person to know um, if they are thinking of reaching out, that it's not just, you know, help me with MS Fitness Challenge and, and do this podcast. If there's something that they are passionate about themselves, this could be a good platform for them to be able to, to speak about that as well, as long as it ties into the nutrition, exercise, and um, and mindset part of fitness, then you know we're open to discussion on how we could merge this. Wonderful, wonderful. That's very, very exciting. Thank you so much for being here to share about all of the wonderful work that you are doing, everything that you're providing for our shared MS community, and to put out this plug, this search for um, a new host for your podcast, which I really, really hope we're able to find for you. Is there anything else you want to share with people before we go for the day? You know, just that MS is, we all know it's a tough disease, but if you start with the right mindset and you say to yourself, I, I can beat this, I can overcome this, and then go down the right path to get there, there's no reason why you cannot live a great life and do the things that you want to do. You know, when I was diagnosed, I could, could barely walk well. Now I run on a treadmill and I squat and I, I could jump rope and do the things I want to do. I could stay out and stand. And, you know, this is what I want people to understand. It's not so much that you want to beat the disease and any way that you go, you're going to be able to do it. It doesn't work that way. You've got to go down the right path. Once you decide that you're going to do this and you commit to it and stick to it, if you go down the right path, finding the, the, the things that work, then you can overcome this disease. But I don't like seeing people waste so much time going down paths with, with people that don't know what they're doing with MS and making ridiculous claims of how they can help us. And then someone wastes a year, two years, some three years, and then, then they come to the right path. They wasted all that time. Do your homework. Look at who it is that you're following. You know, don't just blindly follow the guy that says, you know, I understand MS because I have X, Y, and Z. Do you have MS? Have you lived in an MS body? Do you have, you know, 40 years of, of fitness experience? What are you doing that really proves to me that I can overcome this disease by following you? You have to ask those hard questions. Once you do, and you find that right person, whether it's me or somebody else, stick it, stay the path, stay committed, and you can overcome this disease the same way I did. Beautiful, beautiful. What an inspiration. Thank you so, so much for being here. I am inspired, and um, I'm sure a lot of listeners are too. Thank you again so much for your time today. Thank you for having me. You inspire me. By doing things that you do, you're an inspiration. It all doesn't have to be fitness related. What you do is very, very important for the MS community. And it was an honor to be here and to be interviewed by you. Thank you very much. 
I hope that by listening to this episode, we all, one, understand just how important it is for us to keep moving and to maintain and build our strength, and that there is a program, thanks to David, that can help us all, wherever we're currently at in our fitness levels, to help us live our best lives with MS. And two, that if you're interested in learning more about David Lyons, Optimal Body Fitness, the MS Fitness Challenge, or in being the new host of the MS Fitness Challenge podcast, that you'll visit our Patreon page for all the links needed to access David and his catalog of MS health and fitness programs. I'll also share them quickly here verbally if you're the type of listener for whom that's enough. msfitnesschallenge.org There's also David's Facebook groups, MS Fitness Challenge, which is an open group, and MS Fit Challenge Gym, which is a private group that requires membership. To learn more, go to obpfitness.com slash about dash the dash membership for more information. The MS Fitness Challenge podcast can be accessed via YouTube. And if interested in being the new MS Fitness Challenge podcast host, reach out to David directly, indicating your interest. David at msfitnesschallenge.org. I was so inspired by David and our conversation that I decided to invest in my health by joining the Optimal Body Fitness annual program and private Facebook group. I just received my resistance bands and I'm ready to dive in. A few other flock members joined recently too, so it will be fun for us to cheer one another on as we gain strength and ability. Care to join us? I hope you will. Our next Misunderstood Flock meeting will be Saturday, October 1st. At our flock meetings, we discuss the episodes released this month, and we spend time together celebrating recent wins and supporting one another with current hardships. If you're not yet a flock member but would like to be, please join us. We are all people living with MS that meet via Zoom monthly to support each other and continue our learning on episode topics. You can learn more and join us by visiting patreon.com slash msflock. As always, I encourage all listeners to reach out with MS-related questions, comments, future podcast topics, or guest ideas via email to mymsflock at gmail.com. And lastly, remember, as we travel through life with MS, we're certain to hit some turbulence. We'll get through it, especially if we're flying together, supporting one another, and honking our encouragement. As always, thank you for listening. And until next time, be well.